Many times we need to keep our health in check, but don't know what questions to ask or where to begin. We walk in blindly to our health care provider and walk out none the wiser and maybe even more confused than before. Can you take charge of your health and arm yourself with the questions and preparedness you need? The answer is yes. Welcome to Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs. This program will answer your questions and give you the best practices for facing your medical partner in good health. Now, here's Dr. Susan Downs. Hi, welcome to Occupy Health. This is Dr. Susan. Welcome, because here we want to learn about being proactive about our health. We want to learn what we can do to move toward optimal wellness. We don't want to wait until something needs repair, and then we need to wait to get to the doctor who has limited time, and you know, and he makes his intervention. We want to look at this beforehand so we can take proactive steps to be healthy. Now, Edgar Casey, way back in time, came out with some very interesting remedies, and I remember one of them was castor oil packs for detox. So this has got me very curious. So we're going to learn about this and other possible remedies that, and things to help us on our path to wellness that we might not have thought about before. So today we have Allison Layton as our guest. She's a nutritional therapist, a colonic hydrotherapist, and a castor vita founder. She was born and bred in Johannesburg, South Africa, and has been living in the UK with her husband and young son for the last 15 years. For as long as she can remember, she had a fascination with food, health, and nutrition, as well as alternative and holistic therapies. Throughout her late teens and into her early 20s, she experienced a number of health challenges. She turned to nutritional therapy to improve her own health and was amazed to discover the changes she made to her lifestyle and diet and they had such a dramatic effect on her overall health and well-being. So we want to learn about this. So armed with this newfound knowledge and feeling empowered by her success, she realized she wanted to help others improve their health as well. At this point, she decided to train as a nutritional therapist at the world-renowned Institute for Optimal Nutrition. In the UK, they are highly respected and have a great knowledge base, and their trainees are very knowledgeable. We've had many of them on this show. In the years since, she's also qualified as a colonic hydrotherapist and mainly focused on gut health. She runs a successful colonic clinic in Brow Hole. She's also been aware of the health benefits of castor oil. However, in practice, she found clients are struggling with the hassle and the mess of using this treatment. You get oil all over yourself. You get it all over your sheets. Ugh, how do you help detox that liver? She decided to investigate ways of making the process easier and more comfortable whilst maintaining the all-important health benefits. She wanted to design a product that was organic, sustainable, eco-friendly, and highly beneficial to her clients. And voila, the Castor Vita Castor Oil Packs are born. I've used these myself, and they're far easier than having the oil slime all over the bed and me, and it's, so it's quite interesting. So let's learn more about castor oil and let's and you know perhaps some of the hydronic therapies and stuff and how that can help us. So welcome Allison. Thank you Susan and thanks for having me. Well, we want to learn about this and we want the our uh, listeners to hear learn about it as well. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? So as you um mentioned earlier, I'm from originally from South Africa, Johannesburg. Um and I've been living now in the UK for 15 years and it was 
I mean, I've always been really interested in food and health and nutrition. Um, and I suppose when my son was going to go to school, I, I had to, I was thinking what, you know, I've been a mom now, but now that he's going to be in school, I need something to do with my time. So I dabbled in various nutritional courses before, but I thought, you know, I'm going to give it a go. So that's when I, um, I studied at um, ION, the Institute of Optimal Nutrition, and where I did my uh, further learning in nutritional therapy. And I just, I, I really enjoyed it so much. It was also during that time that I discovered colonic hydrotherapy. Um, I mean, I'd done colonics in the, well, enemas in the past, so I knew about the benefits. Um, but it was just, it just made so much sense. Our lecturers always said to us, you know, if you if you have a client in front of you and you don't know where to start, always start in the gut because everything starts really in the gut. So I thought the two therapies together will just work so well. And um, so I trained as a clinic hydrotherapist and actually the buy-in into nutrition is so much greater because people feel so good after colonic that they want to carry on feeling good. So the buying into whatever nutritional advice I give them is so much greater. And throughout my nutritional studies, I came across and I heard about castor oil packs and I was using them and I would try and convince my clients to use them. Maybe only one or two actually went through and tried them, but nobody was really doing it. So it was just so frustrating because I knew about the wonderful benefits of the castor oil and um, so in lockdown, we had lots of time. So I just um, thought, how could I, how can I make this, how could I increase the compliance and get the word out there? And that's, that's how Casta Vida came about. Well, tell me what this colonic therapy is about. I mean, a hydrocolonic therapy. I mean, uh, obviously, you're approaching the gut from another end. Tell me about this. What mm-hmm. does it do? So colonics is great um, at removing, obviously, excess waste and toxins. But one of the main jobs of a colonic is to hydrate the colon. Most of the water in the body gets absorbed in the, in the colon. Um, so it hydrates the colon. It also exercises your colon's and muscles. So it exercises the colon, helps to stimulate waste from coming out. It also removes gas. Gas is actually my biggest problem I see in clinic. Um, gas causes the most discomfort, most pain. Um, and once you get all the, the hydration right, you get all the gas right, then you can get all the toxins and waste out. Um, people, clients feel so much better. They help absorb their nutrients better. Um, so much improves. I mean, I've seen people's skin, skin health improve. Hormones have improved. It really, it, it blows my mind. So is the reason that nutrients are absorbed better is that the gunk that's attached to the wall of the colon is removed by the colonics? Exactly. Okay. And what causes Mm. the gas that's so problematic? There's a few reasons why gas can be caused, but one of the the main reasons is because we, we don't chew our food properly. Most of us eat our food too quickly. We either eat in a go, so there isn't enough saliva, there won't be enough stomach acidity, there won't be enough digestive enzymes and bile. So food will sit in the digestive system for longer than it should 
it ferments, and uh, anything that ferments produces bubbles and you get bloated. So the cheapest advice I give to all my clients is to chew their food. That is so important. I've heard so many people say that because if you don't chew your food, you get the amylase in the mouth to initially digest the starches and then yeah. you've got to get go down the pathway. If you have undigested food that somehow or other gets into the bloodstream and those of us that have leaky guts that haven't been repaired yet, mm-hmm. these can get in the bloodstream. As I understand it, that can be the initiation of any autoimmune disease because we say, hey, this is foreign material. Let's go after it. We mount up the forces and go after it with antibodies and through molecular mimicry, it attacks other parts of our body. So chewing food is an immensely simple thing that we can do. Mm, Exactly. Other things that also causes uh, bloating is stress. When we stress, the body shuts down digestion because digesting your food takes such a huge amount of energy. So The body wants to conserve energy where it can because it needs to get us away from this tiger. So um, it shuts down digestion. And if you're eating when we're stressed, and actually most of us are stressed most of the time, um, the food's just going to sit in a digestive system that's not digesting properly. So then you've got the same thing. It'll it'll ferment and produce gas. Um, Other things that can cause bloating is... um, Certain foods can ferment quicker than other foods. So for some people, that is an issue. Um, it's not so much the food. It's, it's that person struggling with that digestion. So we would need to work on healing the gut. And then the body might be able to digest those foods better. Um, yeah, so it's just working individually with, with the people. Um, to try and figure out what it is, but sometimes just working on simple chewing. I mean, my clients are amazed. And it's actually such it's such a hard, it's just a habit, but it's one of the hardest ones to start uh, trying um, because we, we live in such a fast-paced, go, go, go world where, I mean, we train our kids to eat fast because we like, eat quickly because we're late or you rush them. We're rushed. We're, all, we're so rushed. Well, what other things, what are some quick fixes or approaches we can do to improve our gut? To improve, so uh, chewing, um, maybe looking at digestive enzymes. Um, So digestive enzymes just helps to digest the food quicker and easier. Um, It supports the digestion. Um, Sitting down when you're eating, taking five to ten deep belly breaths when you Eating because breathing is the quickest way to switch off the stress response. Um, eating whole whole foods, real food. Don't try eat like limit your food, refined foods. Um, one of my favorite things to include is bone broth. It's really healing on the digestive system. And simple. Keep your food simple. Don't overcomplicate foods. Keep meal times simple. Also, don't eat all the time. Don't snack all the time. Have Keep a break between um, eating so that the body can actually digest, digest all the food. How do we know if we Taking need... Taking uh, How do we know Sorry. if we need digestive enzymes? I assume you're talking about the pancreatic enzymes. Yes, that's right. Um, so I sometimes... Uh, we'll do stool testing, private stool testing on clients, and that will give me a screenshot of what is going on with the individual. And um, 
it'll tell me if they're struggling to digest proteins, fats, or carbohydrates. And then from that, then we can tailor it, tailor a, a protocol for clients. Um, but sometimes if clients are really just very stressed or they, they can't afford to do stool testing, then I just give them um, digestive enzymes and see if they feel better. And often they do feel better by just taking digestive enzymes to just have that support there. And which of the digestive enzymes do you give them, or is it a combination? It's a combination. Um, it, it depends also what, what is going on. So if, it's, if they've had their gallbladder removed or if they're struggling to break down fats, I'll give them um, a specific enzymes to help fat digestion. If, if they're um, struggling to break down proteins, then we look at trying to improve the acid. So either taking um, lemon juice or apple cider vinegar, which isn't as strong as the acid in the stomach, but it just helps to improve acidity. Um, or, or just a general digestive enzyme, which will have all of those things in there. But I suppose not in as high a concentration for if you're specifically looking at fat or um, a hydrochloric acid or something like that. The hydrochloric acid in the stomach is so important. If we don't have this, oh, acid, we don't digest our proteins. So we'll have um, in, un undigested proteins. It sends signals to trigger the pancreatic enzymes. It sends signal to, to the right. gallbladder to do its thing. And it mm -hmm. helps shut <clears throat> the initial uh, valve on the top of this, uh, wherever it is in the stomach. <coughs> So taking in acids and lowering this uh, acid in the stomach, tell us about that. Well, that stops. I mean, that's uh, so many of my clients are on them and GPs are prescribing them. And actually clients should only be on them for a short time, but I've had clients that have been on them for years. Um, so it stops the production of that acid. And like you've said, that acid production is so, so important. One, to break down the, the um, proteins, but um, it's also your body's first line of defense. So it will destroy any viruses or bacteria you take in through the air. And then also really, really importantly, it helps to ionize all our vitamins and minerals. So what that means, it helps to put them in the form that the body can absorb them. So often you'll have clients that are struggling with B12 absorption. And interestingly enough, you need B12 to make stomach acidity. So it's a chicken and egg almost. But um, if people are struggling with iron or B12 or any nutrient absorption, you look at, you go back to this, you go back to digestion and how they, what's going on in the stomach. And so by taking uh, acids and acid blockers, all the, then you're stopping that production. All the patients I see coming into the emergency room are on and acids, and I've read all the mm. inserts. They say you only take them for a short period of time. What do these antacids do? Well, it blocks that production of the acid. So your body isn't going to be digesting food properly. You're not going to be, you'll have a lowered immune system or you're prone to catching more um, infections um, and you'll be not absorbing all your nutrients. Um, often clients will say to me, food just sometimes feels like it just sits there and it's because it's not being broken down. Mm. Well... A lot of times when people have what we call GERD, which is gastrointestinal reflux, mm -hmm. where the acid comes up in your stomach, the first thing a physician does is he gets out the script pad and orders some antacids. Sometimes isn't the answer to take uh, 
betaine uh, acid or something that we could test that on ourselves to see if we feel better, to see if that might relieve our GERD? Oh, yes. I mean, betaine is quite strong, so sometimes you can look at something that's not as strong and you can start with lemon juice or apple cider vinegar. Um, but yes, I've had to, I've put clients on um, betaine um, just to help with that um, acid. And I think acid is it's it's a big big problem. And sometimes people think they've got too much acid when actually they've got too little acid because the symptoms are very similar, which is confusing yeah. and doesn't help. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of sad. So out comes the script pad, and acids are prescribed. Mm-hmm forever and it's making the problem worse that's right but i also understand you can't stop the acid suddenly or you might have rebound and all sorts of problems so if you do stop your acid work with your doctor to do that rather than trying it on your own or it might be uncomfortable well, no, exactly and also i'm not it's out of my remit to tell people to come off them i can tell them what it does but I'm not allowed to tell clients to come off it. So that would be something that they would need to do with, uh, discuss with their, their GP. Absolutely. That's why I recommend that. Uh, I don't want to be giving yeah. medical advice on this show. I'm giving medical no. information. But make sure you check everything with your physician, your GP, etc. So yeah, you can be monitored in this process. So how did you get interest in castor oil packs? Well, I learned uh, before I before I studied at Ion. I um, did a few naturopathic um, nutrition courses, and it was mentioned in those courses, um, and also in my colonic training. So I knew about it, and then I started. I started doing the packs, and I um, found huge benefits in hormone balancing, um, and then I just le- went on read further studies and um, tried to find out more information about it and then discovered all these incredible benefits. Um, And then I would try and talk to my clients about it and I would explain this process of how to make a castor oil pack and they, you know, it just didn't fit in with their lives because, you know, we are too busy. So they wanted something that was quick and easy and, and not messy because the original castor oil packing is pretty messy yes so what did it do for you Uh, I had very irregular periods um, so it's helped to balance uh, my hormones so I now have um, uh, regular like I have regular periods Um, also going into now perimenal causal phase, so it's helping with balancing all those hormones. Sometimes when I had uh, uh, period pains, it would help with the period pains. Um, Also, before I started all my nutritional studies, I thought my bowel movements were all right. I thought I was going every second day, and I thought that was fine, but actually, you know, it's not ideal. So I would put it on my abdomen for um, help with my bowel movements, and then every Say I say three times, three to four times a year. I do a liver cleanse, and I use the pack as a as a liver cleanse. 
I assume you're putting this on the outside of your body as opposed to ingesting it. So everybody make sure you hear that part of it. But how does it do that? So because of the the castor oils has um, meant that thought that many of the benefits of castor oil comes down to um, the chemical composition of the castor oil, and it's made of a compound. 90% of castor oil is made up of a compound called ricinoleic acid, and ricinoleic acid um, has a different molecular weight to different the to normal oil or different other oils. So because of the different weight, it, it can absorb deeper into the dermis and then get absorbed into our tissues and organs. So you're saying that this acid, by putting it on the surface of your body, it goes through, it absorbs into the skin and goes into the organs. What does it do there? Then, so it helps improve circulation. Um, when you improve circulation, you're increasing the oxygenated blood to our um, organs, which means that they can function better. It is very anti-inflammatory. So it simulates the anti-inflammatory molecules in the body, so it helps to decrease any inflammation and pain. It can also help to um, break down any adhesions or scar tissues. It helps to support the immune system by supporting the lymphatic system. They've actually, they actually did a small study where they, um, where they had people wear castor oil packs and um, some people didn't. And those that wore castor oil packs had increased lymphocytes as opposed to the ones that didn't. And the lymphocytes is the body's immune cells that help defend the body from foreign substances. Um, the castor oil also helps to improve detoxification. Um, it balances the hormones. It helps to improve constipation and bloating. Um, so with the constipation and bloating, castor oil helps to stimulate smooth muscle contraction and your uh, colon is smooth muscle. So by contracting this muscle, it helps to move waste through the digestive system and encourages bowel movement. On what part of the body do you put this? So castor oil packs, you can put it on various uh, parts of the body. Main, it became famous for uh, liver detoxing. So people can put it over the liver area, which is the right-hand um, side over your rib area. But for um, constipation or bloating, I would put it over your abdominal area. For hormone balancing, I would put it over your lower abdominal area. You can put it uh, um, over your kidney area, uh, any aches and pains, so back, shoulders, knees. Um, some people put it over their thyroid. Um, you can put the plain castor oil just on your hair or eyelashes. It's, it's great to stimulate hair growth, even for your skin. It can be good for your skin, dry skin. Wow. So, so tell, mm. tell me about this liver detox. I've been hearing for years about liver packs for, I mean, castor oil packs for liver detox. How, how does one do yes. that? So you would, um, if you're taking my pack, then you would pour your castor oil onto the flea side of your uh, pack then you would tie it over 
you put the flea side over your liver area, which is the right-hand side of your rib area, tight around you, um, where for a minimum of um, an hour. But what that does is that it helps to detoxify um, and support um, detoxification. Um, the liver is main job of the liver is to detoxify waste, um, also um, medication, toxins, but also um, excess hormones. But um, another really important part of the liver's role is that it makes uh, a third to a half of our lymphatic fluid. And as we mentioned earlier, um, lymph- um, the castor oil helps to support your lymphatic system to get rid of toxins. So um, it works in that way as well. And also, if you, uh, it works not just for the liver, but for bowels as well, because your bowels is also organ of detoxification. So if you're supporting liver to get rid of the toxins, then in effect, you would also help. It can also help to, if you're putting the pack over your abdomen area, it will help to um, detox, uh, get rid of toxins through your bowels as well. But it's thought that the castor oil helps to imp- um, increase glutathione, which is your major antioxidant in the body. So it helps to increase um, this antioxidant, which helps the body to detoxify. Wow, that's important. And uh, glutathione is a hard thing to increase because if we take supplements, they don't get to where they're supposed to. Liposomal glutathione get, does a little better, but it's a really hard thing to increase. So that's important. It mm. is really it to, important. Yeah. Where do we put it to increase our glutathione? So you put it over your liver area. So it's the right, over, over the liver, which is the right-hand side of the body, over your rib area. Uh, where do we put it to help our lymphatics? Lymphatics, so I would put it over your abdomen area. Um, it it improves the, I think, in, when in, anywhere you put it, really, it's going to have that, um, that in fact, the impact that, uh, for the help with the lymphatic circulation. Um, but I would probably put it over your um, abdomen area. Uh, what? Well, how would it help if you put it over the gallbladder area? So that can have um, a detox uh, digestion role as well. So if you put it over your uh, gallbladder area, um, the liver produces bile, which um, is stored in the gallbladder. But if your liver is... Um, compromised and sluggish, it's not going to produce bile as well, and bile is needed to help emulsify the fat. So by putting it over your liver area, not only are you helping to detoxify, but you're also helping the liver to produce better, healthy, flowing bile. Um, So I would put that over your um, liver area as well. What will it do if you put it over your thyroid? Loads of people use it... um, for thyroid, um, it just helps to, um, well, that's also for your, um, for the lymphatic system and your um, thyroid. So some people with enlarged thyroids, it can help to um, just heal and help support the thyroid. Were you saying to put this on one hour, if you want to detox your liver, how often and how long do you recommend? So consistency is the key. 
Um, if you're doing a liver cleanse, I would start off slowly because some people can have a, a, de- a heavy detox reaction. So I would start slowly, um, but do it and, and then build it up. Um, so you can do it for three days on and then four days off and initially building it up. But then I've had people who have done it daily um, as a 30-day detox. Um, but I wouldn't start off like that. I would start off gently and do three days on and maybe four days off and then increase it slowly like that. But you would, once you've built it up, you would do it for an hour minimum. Um, some people can also, you can also sleep with it. Um, but because castor oil is quite thick and it can stain, we do advise that if you are sleeping with it, maybe just put a, a towel on the bed or sleep in pajamas that you're not too precious about. <laughs> so, so you can use it overnight? You can, yes. Okay. But because, um, I mean, mine, mine has ties around that keeps it in place, but because you move in the night, movement can shift things. So it, it can, it can, you know, yeah. mess, mess, mess a bit. Yes, I've tried castor oil liver detoxes in the past, and what a bloody mess. I mean, my body, God knows where it is at the end of the day. You try to contain it, and it goes where it wants to, stains your sheets. But her yeah. uh, thing, it kind of stays on the body. So if it's not on the liver, it might be on the stomach when I wake up. So that's probably okay. Yeah, and the original uh, way of doing the castor oil packs you couldn't really move if you, I, I was telling my clients about it and they're like, but I can't do anything then. So, I mean, ideally you want to be relaxing and um, taking some time out, but because it's tied around you, you, you can, there's leeway that you can, you can move about. Yes. It's very clever. So tell us about your castor oil. So the castor oil is, I was really, I wanted to, everything about the product had to be organic, eco-friendly, sustainable. So I wanted to find a castor oil that was organic and cold-pressed. It's also hexane-free, and very importantly, it comes in a dark glass bottle. Um, I didn't want anything plastic near the oil because plastic... Um, binds to toxins, um, so it was plastic was never an option for me. Yeah, plastic. If you put um, oily things or acidic things in it, uh, the plastic goes into it. So, <clears throat> you know, so that's when you're looking for foods and stuff. For example, water bottles, they'll say they're BPA free, but what they don't tell you is got BPU, BPS, and all sorts of chemicals. That goes into your water, especially if it's out in the heat. Uh, cans have BPA. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, or ketchup is now in plastic, so you know that ketchup's got a lot of BPA. And that gets into our body, and it causes all sorts of problems. It's a very serious toxin. Yeah, exactly. And then you're just putting more strain on the liver and the hormones. So you need a liver yeah. detox. <laughs> So, I mean, if we eat like a, you know, something out of a, pl- I mean, I'm afraid to eat things out of cans, but if we eat something out of plastic, how long would it take to detox that? 
Oh, that's that's a that's a hard question. That one, um, I, I don't really know the answer to that. Okay. Um, without doing testing, I I wouldn't know how long. I wouldn't know. I suppose it depends also on your liver health. Um, it would depend on a few things. Okay, but I, I, I don't know exactly how long. I don't either, but it could be quite a long time. I mean, some people say that I think we can get rid of BPAs out of our body fairly quickly, but I don't know. I'm not an expert there. Um, yeah, no, me neither. Tell me the history of the castor oil packs, because I know Edgar Casey was promoting them. That's right. You mentioned him in the beginning. Um, so he, uh, the therapeutic use of castor oil packs was first discovered, actually, by Edgar Casey, and um, he's considered to be the father of holistic medicine. Uh, in one of his books he wrote, I'll just quote um, uh, a, page that, a piece that he wrote. He just said, of all the therapies I have used in my practice of medicine, I have never found any that surpasses castor oil in its usefulness, its healing qualities, and its scope of therapeutic application. So he did the most research on it. He'd, um, in one of his books, he used 81 case studies um, of people wearing or using castor oil packs to help with various ailments. And he recommended castor oil packs to treat ailments that, were, that didn't respond to traditional therapies. And he found it improved in assimilation, elimination, circulation, broke up adhesions. He even used it for epilepsy. Um, so, yeah, he really is the founder of it all. How did it help with epilepsy? I'm not sure. I think it helps with the nervous system. He would just um, talk about how it has helped, how it calms the nervous system. So I'm presuming that that would be the mechanism with epilepsy. Are there any other uses for the castor oil or the castor oil packs? So castor oil can be used um, for hair growth and it stimulates hair growth, also eyebrows and eyelashes for skin. Um, yeah. So what will it do for to the skin? Any- any, if your skin's dry or um, if there's um, – and it sort of contraindicates because it's such a thick oil. And if, you, if people with oily skin or with pimples, they think um, that they need to wear the castor oil on their skin. They think, no, that's not going to do anything. You know, I don't want anything oily on my skin. But it's, it's got antibacterial properties, so it can help um, uh, with any infections or anything um, – anything like that on the skin. Can it help with wrinkles? <laughs> I, I don't... I, 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 will, I put it on my skin as a mask. Um, you know, I, I can't 100% say that it, um, it will improve skin, but it... You know, I do get uh, compliments about my hair and... Um, that uh, my skin is always looking healthy, so so maybe. <laughs> so what does it do to your skin? What has it done to your skin? Uh, I think any scarring. So because of because I'm from South Africa, I there's pigmentation and sun damage. Um, as a, I don't look after my skin as well as I should have. So um, 
that has improved um, as well. I use it to massage my forehead with, uh, to help improve my deep lines. Um, and I think my forehead has, the, the lines on my forehead, they don't seem to be as deep. Um, it's just smoother, I feel. But I would, I, I do it at night time. I don't, I wouldn't put it on in the daytime because it is, it is really thick. But I use it in the nighttime if I'm massaging, um, before I put my moisturizer on, I'll put that on. Um, or if I'm using a, a mask, I'll put that on as a mask for about 10 minutes and then I'll just wash that off. Um, but it, my skin does feel clearer. Um, it seems clearer. So. And how do you wash it off? I would use my, um, because it is so thick, uh, I, I just use my um, face wash and that washes that off. Any soap will wash, wash it off on the body. If I'm using the pack on my body and there's some oil left over, I'll just rub that in and I, I quite find that, I find that quite nice actually, just a bit of the oil that I rub into my body. But for the, if I'm using it on my face, I, um, if I'm using it underneath my moisturizer, if I'm rubbing in it as part of a uh, massage, then I don't uh, wash that off. Um, but as part of a face mask, then I will just wash it off with my um, face wash. Okay. I'm not sure what a face mask is. What is it? So, um, you, I mean, you can get various different face masks as, as, as part of a skin routine, but um, you can put, like, almost like, you can get put different things in it. Like, if you wanted to use it as an exfoliation, you can either put some sugar or salt in it and use that as an exfoliation. So you put your castor oil, mix it in with some salt or sugar um, and use that as an exfoliant to clear your, um, get rid of any dead skin. Or what, as a, as a face mask, I would just put it on my skin for 10 minutes um, and then uh, just wash it off. Um, some people will use clay, mix that in with the um, castor oil as a deep cleanse um but often it's just my i'll just put it on if i'm lying in the bath i'll put um a bit of castor oil on my face leave it on for about 10 minutes and then i will wash it off wow you've given me some new ideas i've never thought of putting anything mm. in my face but i'm gonna give it a go and if you're using it for, <laughs> yeah give give it a go and if you're using it as a hair mask you can just put some oil in your hand, massage the scalp, um, and then any excess, just spread oil over your hair. Leave that on for an hour and then just shampoo that off. And I promise you, your, your hair will be so glowing and um, it, it uh, encourages hair growth as well. So it's really good. What about dry hair? Because my hair's always been dry, so the beginning of every school oh, year I try something different. One year I tried mayonnaise and I looked like a slick pig. The next year before school <laughs> started I tried olive oil. I looked like a slick pig. What's going to happen if I put castor oil? Would it would it not be so incredibly dry? Well, it shouldn't be so incredibly dry. No, it should it should help with that. I mean, you are it's it is it's a thick oil, but I would. I would wash it, you know, keep it on for an hour, and then I would wash it off. Okay. Um, work at massaging the scalp, 
put your fingers through with the remnants of the oil. I mean, it, uh, don't have it. Don't be dripping in oil, but um, get the ends, especially your ends. If they split ends or anything like that, get with the oil through there, leave it on, and then just shampoo it off, and um, it, your hair will be should be much better quality. Looking forward to it. Are there any contraindications? Yes. So uh, because uh, castor oil works on smooth muscle, um, it's not recommended for pregnancy because your uterus is a smooth muscle. So we don't want to encourage smooth muscle contraction when you are pregnant. So definitely not when you're pregnant. Um, some have also said if you if you've got a um, any coil in. Um, because that can stimulate that to come out. Some people have said not to do it when you're breastfeeding because of, because of any toxin release, but then some people do say, so it's definitely not when you're pregnant. Um, and then if you're breastfeeding, it, some have said it can increase tox, toxins and your baby might absorb the toxins, but some have said uh, if you're breastfeeding and castor oil packs, I mean, you can put it over your breast, but that can help um, increase um, milk flow. Some people also say don't wear a pack when you've got your period on, but I really found it very beneficial when I had uh, bad period pains. So um, it's not definite contraindications, but the pregnancy is a definite contraindication. Okay. Well, tell us about this uh, hydrotherapy and uh, what the the benefits, the side effects, and uh, how do you recommend that for clients? The colonics? Yeah. Uh, so benefits uh, definitely is to hydrate the colon, to get rid of waste, uh, get rid of any gas, so people will feel lighter, more comfortable. Um, you're absorbing your nutrients better. Um, if your gut's working properly, then, um, you know, if, everything starts in the gut. So, so many, it, I mean, people's sleep have improved. Um, <laughs> sometimes it just amazes me like the, they'll come in one lady came in and she looked six months pregnant when we finished the colonic she uh, she had a flat stomach back to her normal stomach um, I've had clients with the dark rings under their eyes they come in with dark rings halfway through the treatment the dark rings have disappeared um, it really is just it works in so many wonderful ways Um yeah, it's, I, I do love it as a as a treatment. Um, it's just it's the same. Some people only come to it as a last resort because there's such a taboo about it, and people feel a bit strange about the clonics. How does one? How does it get rid of the dark uh, circles under the one eye? I'd like to get rid of those. What do those dark circles mean? just in one of the treatments this lady she came to me and she just looked really really drained and she was so tired and these dark rings it just disappeared so I don't know if that was toxic if it was um, excess fluid if it but it just she just I just said to her she looked like a different person during the treatment because and she felt so much better people's headaches disappear when they people come in and say oh, I've got a headache during the treatment, because you're hydrating the colon, the body gets the hydration, and then the headaches disappear. 
but the actual mechanism of the ring, the dark rings on the eyes, I'm not sure how what that was, but it was with a client of mine, and um, I, yeah, she just looked so much better. Is this something we can do at home, or do we have to go to a colonic therapist? You can do enemas at home, um, but enemas don't go as deep as a colonic. So if you wanted a proper cleanse and a proper colonic, then you would need to um, book in with a colonic hydrotherapist. And how often would you recommend that? So it depends why people come and see me. If somebody sees me, if somebody's come to see me and they're really constipated and they've been struggling for years to go to the toilet, because, I mean, I've, I've seen clients that haven't been, they've been constipated for over 30 years. So if I see clients that are really struggling, they've been struggling for years, then I recommend um, quite a few colonics quite quickly together just to get things going and kick-started. Um, but once, it's amazing how quickly the body will also know what it needs to do uh, with you, if you give it the tools that it needs to do. So um, I've often, if we do a main, I recommend a maintenance, which is three to four times a year. Ideally, everybody should have it at least once a year. Um, but if you're really wanting to help the body, then three to four times a year would be great. You mentioned initially that you, uh, you know, that... Uh, a bowel movement every other day was not optimal. Isn't constipation a very serious health risk because we're not getting rid of toxins and it's a, a, a looks like it might send somebody in a bad direction? Oh, completely. If you if you don't have daily bowel movements, you're not getting rid of toxins. You're not getting rid of extra hormones. You, cholesterol. We get rid of extra cholesterol by it binding to fibers as, as getting rid of getting rid of the bowels. Um, if you, yeah, no, people get very ill if they aren't going to the toilet regularly. And we had it in COVID because uh, colonics in the UK isn't recognized as a medical profession. I'm, I was classed as hair and beauty industry, so I wasn't allowed to operate. So I had very, very ill clients during COVID because they weren't going to the toilet. How often should we have a bowel movement? One to three times a day. So it, so one times a day is enough? I guess it decides, depends on the size? Yeah, so if you know the Bristol stool chart, um, I don't know if that's, I think that's universal, but the Bristol stool chart, you want um, between type three and four, which is like a, a sausage shape, a healthy sausage shape. There should be no straining. You should hardly be needing to wipe. Um, but, yeah, at least one, one bowel movement a day. What does it mean if you need to wipe? Uh, so you, if, if your stools are sticky, mucousy, um, that can be various things, um, you're not having enough tox, uh, you're not having enough fiber, you're not, enough, not having enough um, hydration, uh, if there's an imbalance in gut bacteria, all things will affect your, the, the, uh, your stools, but your stool should really be come out smoothly without a big splash. Um, 
Yeah, we're the only species that needs toilet paper to clean ourselves. Correct. Yeah. What about coffee enemas? Oh, I love coffee enemas. Um, coffee enemas is great for detoxification. It also has the double role because it helps to improve bile quality, which will help improve digestion. So you asked previously, what was uh, why do people get bloated? And often if you work with people's liver and bile health, you will also help improve um, the bloating. But um, coffee enemas, um, it's very popular in January when people want to detox because they've overconsumed over the festive period. Um, but the active compounds in the coffee, the palmitic acid uh, gets absorbed um, to the liver. It helps to stimulate glutathione, um, and it then helps to um, improve detoxification. I also, um, it also gets used often with clients with, um, that are on chemo. So the chemo is needed to kill whatever it is killing, um, but then after a few days, it is it's a toxin, so after a few days, we need to get, get rid of it. So we will do um, coffee enemas with that as well. I also understand it stimulates the parasympathetic system. Yes, that's right, yes. Yeah, um, it's, I, I love it as a treatment. Um, it's, it's not overly popular, but it's... It's, I suppose it's growing in popularity, just as the clonics. I've never been busier. Um, it's almost like people have taken, since COVID, people have taken more notice of their health. And um, it's, I'm getting busier and busier. So where would you like to see yourself in the future? With Casta Vida or in, just in general? In general, um, so I would love for cast, uh, colonics to be more mainstream for people to be talking about bowel health more. So being more involved with uh, colonics would be great, um, and for it to be better known. Um, and then for Castavida, just for people to. For, the, for castor oil and the benefits of castor oil to be known, um, to be out in stores and be a more popular treatment. So your product, you make a high-grade, organic, uh, relatively pure castor oil in a nice brown glass bottle, along with your mm -hmm. very clever thing that you can wrap around yourself and tie it so you don't oil the bed sheets. Where can people buy mm -hmm. your product? So at the moment, you can buy directly through our website, um, which is www.castavida.co.uk. Um, it's also available um, through a distributor called Amrita Nutrition, um, also a website called Supplement Hub. And I've just um, made it into my first health shop, uh, which is... Margaret Hill's Health and Lifestyle Store, which is in Kenilworth in the UK. 
What about folks in the U.S. and other continents? How can we get it? Uh, through um, Amrita Nutrition and Supplement Hub, you can um, order it through them, and they will get it um, shipped all over the world. It is uh, people I've known people in Singapore buy it. It's in the UAE. People in Dubai. Um, I've had people inquire from the states. So definitely, if you can't, if you buy through Amrita Nutrition or Supplement Hub, then you will be able to get it. How do you spell Amrita uh, Nutrition? Amrita is A M R I T A Nutrition. Okay. And then supplement. Is that .co UK or .com or what? Uh, There is a .com and there is a .co.uk as well. So internationally, it would be .com and locally, the UK would be .co.uk. And And then the Nutrition Hub, what is that uh, website? Supplement Hub, that's... Um, it's a sister company to Amrita Nutrition. Amrita is more practitioner-based, where Supplement Hub is for general public. Okay. Well, we've got about two and a half minutes left. Are there any final words you would like to leave our audience with so they can uh, to help them in their journey toward optimal wellness? Definitely. Um, I think look after your bowel health. Um, talk about bowel health. Um, it sh- we should know if our bowel ha- movements are healthy, what color of bowel movements we are doing. Um, book in or speak to a nutritional therapist or a colonic hydrotherapist if you wanted to help to improve bowel, or, uh, bowel health. Um, and then castor oil, it's such an ancient, ancient and such an easy, cheap um, treatment that can help have so many health benefits anti-inflammatory it can help with your immune system detoxification, improved circulation such great uh, treatment for balancing hormones, improving uh, bowel health uh, decreasing stress and I think stress is going to be the next killer so if anything that can help with that um, is a winner it is so important in these times when there's this big toxic soup out there, toxins everywhere we turn around, electromagnetic fields, glyphosate, uh, spike proteins, God knows, there's so many. And then mm. the stuff that's in our food, this stuff p- women put on their faces, I mean, all this stink people put on. Allison, that sounds like she's doing it naturally, which is the way to go, but a lot of people are using all these chemicals. These toxins build up. And these contribute heavily to the disease processes. So many of us with chronic diseases nowadays, I mean, 58% of the kids have a chronic disease. It used to be 18%. Mm, that's scary. So it's so important that we be proactive in our health and build our immunity. So, folks, please share this information. Share it with your friends. Be sure to discuss it with your doctor or GP so he can guide you in this pathway as well. But these are proactive steps we can take. And above all, be well. Thank you for listening. Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs can be heard live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to better health for you this week.